What is up, Action Takers? Mark Savant here, and I've got an important question for you. Do you feel like you're getting too many sales? And me neither. I'm always looking to grow. And to that effect, I think we need to take a step back and take a second look at the word no and see how the word no might help us get more sales, might make us more money, more cha-ching, get to that six-figure mark. And the reason why I think no is so important is because we've been told that getting yeses early and often are going to lead to more yeses, namely the big yes, take my money. And in my experience, this isn't always the case. I want to take a look at the award-winning book, Never Split the Difference by Chris Voss. This is a Wall Street Journal bestseller with over 29,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. And there's a few really good points in here about the word no that I think are really going to help you to close more sales. So why don't we open up the book and take a look here at chapter four. Let me paint a scenario we've all experienced. You're at home just before dinner and the phone rings. It is, no surprise, a telemarketer. He wants to sell you his magazines, subscriptions, water filters, frozen Argentine beef. To be honest, it, it doesn't matter, as the script is always the same. After butchering your name and engaging in some disingenuous pleasantries, he launches into the pitch. The hard sell that comes next is a scripted flowchart designed to cut off your escape routes as it funnels you down a path with no exit, but yes. Quote, do you enjoy a nice glass of water from time to time? Well, yes, but me too. And like me, I bet you like crisp, clean water with no chemical aftertaste, just like mother nature made it. Well, yes, but who is this guy? With a fake smile in his voice, you wonder, who thinks he can trick you into buying something you don't want? You feel your muscles tighten, your voice goes defensive, and your heart rate accelerates. You feel like his prey, and you are. The last thing you want to do is say yes, even when it's the only way to answer. Do you drink water? Compromise and concession. Even to the truth feels like defeat. And no, well, no feels like salvation, like an oasis. You're tempted to use no when it's blatantly untrue just to hear its sweet sound. No, no, I do not need water, carbon filtered or otherwise. I'm a camel. Now let's just think about this selling technique. It's designed to get to yes at all costs, as if no were death. And for many of us, it is. We have all these negative connotations about no. We talk about the rejection of no, about the fear of hearing it. No is the ultimate negative word. But at the end of the day, yes is often a meaningless answer that hides deeper objections. And maybe is even worse, as a side note. Pushing hard for yes doesn't get a negotiator any closer to a win. It only angers the other side. I wanna repeat that just for everyone in the back here. Pushing hard for yes doesn't get a negotiator any closer to a win, it just angers the other side. So if yes can be so damn uncomfortable and no such a relief, why have we fetishized one and demonized the other? 
I'm afraid we have it backward. For good negotiators, no is pure gold. That negative provides a great opportunity for you and the other party to clarify what you really want by eliminating what you don't want. No is a safe choice that maintains the status quo and it provides a temporary oasis of control. All right, so just to quickly summarize, Chris here is basically saying that if you're pushing too hard for yes, you're gonna make your potential buyer uncomfortable. And just like this experience with a telemarketer, I can empathize. And I wanna read another couple paragraphs here further in this chapter. And I'm gonna give you a personal story about how this yes tactic is a complete turnoff. So let me skip a little bit ahead here. And we're gonna go a little bit deeper into this telemarketer example. Think back to the telemarketer at the beginning of this chapter. The obvious reply to his question, do you enjoy a nice glass of water, is yes. But all you want to do is scream no. After a question like that, you just know the rest of the phone call is going to be painful. That, in a nutshell, distills the inherent contradictions in the values we give yes and no. Whenever we negotiate, there's no doubt we want to finish with a yes, but we mistakenly conflate the positive value of that final yes with a positive value of yes in general. And because we see no as the opposite of yes, we then assume that no is always a bad thing. But nothing could be further from the truth. Saying no gives the speaker a feeling of safety, security, and control. You use a question that prompts a no answer, and your counterpart feels that by turning you down, he has proved that he's in the driver's seat. Good negotiators welcome, even invite, a solid no to start as a sign that the other party is engaged in thinking. Gun for a yes, straight off the bat, and your counterpart gets defensive, wary, and skittish. That's why I tell my students that if you're trying to sell something, don't start with, do you have a few minutes to talk? Instead ask, is now a bad time to talk? Either get, yes, it is a bad time, followed by a good time, or a request to go away, or you get, no, it's not, and you get total focus. Just as an exercise, the next time you get a telemarketing call, write down the questions the seller asks. I promise you'll find that your level of discomfort correlates directly to how quickly he pushes you for yes. So Chris goes on in great detail in this book about the power of no as, as we go through this chapter. But I feel like this point is so important. I was working with one of the members of the Podcast Savant Pro community, and we're building out an amazing looking webinar. And one of the things we've been talking about and putting in is a lot of engagement with the audience, really pushing for the audience to say, yes, yes, yes. But to me, it sometimes feels inauthentic. And I don't want that. I want my audience to feel engaged and feel like they actually are there and want to be there. I want to give you a quick example here. This past week, I was on a call, a networking call with a quote unquote coach. And he was asking me a lot of these questions. And one in particular was, Mark, if you had an extra $5,000 in your pocket each month, would that be good for you? I'm going to be honest with you. All I could do is laugh. I just laughed. I was like, bro, that is a ridiculous question. You know that $5,000 in my pocket would be great. I mean, what? What are you trying to do, bro? And 
it was at the exact moment when he said that, when he asked me that, I could feel him manipulating me. He was leading me in a direction with no out. The no, getting me to say no would have made me feel like I was in control and I wasn't being manipulated by that ridiculous question. I mean, it's obvious. If I had 5,000 bucks in my pocket, that would be great. Just as the telemarketer in Chris Voss's example, do you like to drink water? I mean, yeah, yeah, I like to drink water. I like to live. Yeah, I'd like $5,000. That sounds great. These questions, I personally feel insulted when I'm asked these types of questions. So why do we keep doing it? I want to challenge you. When you go out this week and you're working on your sales, consider how you might revise your questions. Maybe instead of just forcing your potential clients to say yes, maybe flip it. See what happens when you ask no questions. Put the other side at ease. I think you might be surprised at what happens next. You might start getting the only yes that counts. The yes, please take my money. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the After Hours Entrepreneur today. Now it's your turn to take action. Take the action, go out, try this tactic, get the nose, and see what happens. Try implementing it in your daily life and see what happens. I would love to hear from you. And by the way, if you'd ever want to get on a call with me, I'm here to serve you, baby. I'm here to make it work for you. Shoot me an email, mark at marksavantmedia.com. That's mark, M-A-R-K, at marksavantmedia.com. I run a podcast agency. That's my zone of genius. I help busy professionals build status in sales with podcasts. But quite frankly, I just like to talk to people. That's my jam. So if you'd like to talk, tell me about your business and what you're trying to do. If there's a particular episode of the show you'd like to hear or you've enjoyed, let's chat. Hit me up, mark at marksavantmedia.com. All right, now it's your turn. Go out and try out the word no. See what happens. I'll catch you next time here. See ya, peace.